Hey y'all, welcome to a 30s heart podcast where we discuss navigating life in your 30s. We are your hosts, Stephanie and Toddy, and we are so excited to be answering all of your questions. All right, guys, let's start a conversation. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of a 30s heart podcast. We're going to be talking about keeping the faith today and um, how to make sure that you don't lose your hope and faith during hard times. Cause we've all been there. Um, especially Stephanie and I, I feel like we've both been through a lot in our lives. So, um, yeah, if you want to keep listening or learn about faith and how we stay the course, then just keep listening. Yes. We're really excited about this one. For those of you who don't know, Toddy and I actually met, in a small group through our church. So faith is just actually one of the foundations of our friendship. Yeah, it really is. Um, <laughs> so that's how we bonded and became friends, just over sharing life stories and just going through similar things. So we've got a few really good questions and we can't wait to dive in. Yeah, I did want to address, so the last episode about fitness, I think we got carried away and it cut us off at the end of the episode. So we apologize for those technical difficulties, but we're already planning on doing another fitness yes. episode. Um, we just, so don't worry. I think the end of the podcast, all we talked about was clothes yeah. and fitness We got outfits. so excited about our deals. <laughs> I know, the, about our fitness outfits. So you didn't miss much, but I just wanted to let you guys know um, that's that's what what happened at the last episode. Yeah, and a little, I guess, update on that. I actually downloaded the FitBody app that Toddy talked about to count my macros. It is wonderful. I'm loving it. Yay, I'm so glad. <laughs> I watched the YouTube video and it was a lot of math. Yes. So if you are someone who loves math, you would love the YouTube video figuring yes. all this out. I got lost because I don't ever do a lot of math. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm just going to download the app and it's been great. And it tells me how many calories I need to eat, how yes. much protein, fat and carbs and I can just put my food in and it tracks it for me which is fantastic so yeah highly recommend that I'm doing the same thing as well if you listen to the last episode um and Stephanie and I are both so excited because we mm -hmm. have some events coming we up do. that we need to be in the best shape of our lives for yes <laughs> so I'm really excited about you know sticking to a nutrition plan and I, I highly recommend the fit body app I mean, if you have another app that you love, that's totally fine. Share them on our Instagram so we can look into it. But as long as you're being healthy and, you know, sticking to a routine, then you should be good. Yeah. And so the workouts are really good, too. I'm still using BBG because I subscribe for the year. So we're, we're going to be together yeah. until next February. Good. Um, but I may just end up doing both. Yeah. Because the Fit Body app, doing my fitness pal wouldn't be any more a month. And I get additional workouts sure so because you only get so many workouts on both of them so I'm like why not mm -hmm. so I'm, most of the time I work out now from home so yeah. awesome okay so let's dive into the first question um the first question that we received this one actually we got this question a long time ago when we first started the podcast but we just it didn't really fit into mm -hmm. its own category and it's a really good question, and I wanted to make sure we talked about it today. So the question is, how to keep the faith when you're stuck in a miserable place? Yeah. 
So do you want to start? Sure. (laughs) Um, Or what do you think about it? Well, and we talked a little bit about this. Um, We're both in a small group together, and we talked a little bit about this at our small group on Sunday. Just whenever you have these plans for yourself and they don't work out, it's more that you're mourning the life that you had envisioned for yourself because I am the world's worst of just envisioning all these things in the future. Like even we use the example of applying to colleges and you think, okay, I'm going to get into this school. I'm going to go here and you're already decorating your dorm room and you're like, I'm going to meet this nice boy and you know, and all, I'm going to do this with my friends and join us. All this stuff you're planning at this school. And then if you don't get in this whole imaginary life you've built for yourself, just kind of, shatters yeah and so I think a lot of times when and I know this is not necessarily the exact question in a miserable place but I think a lot of the times whenever your plans don't work out a lot of the upset is because you're mourning a life that you don't even really have Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think the first thing is just trying to stay present and just live in the moment and go from day to day and not looking forward and even if it's something you know a little different than like colleges and when you're in a miserable place even if it's you know you've been single for three years and you're wanting a relationship and you think okay I've got to be in this wedding in four months I'm not going to have a date you can get fixated on that and it just bring your mood down for the next four months because you're just thinking, I'm not going to have a date. You know, I haven't had a boyfriend in two years. All of a sudden, I'm not just going to get a boyfriend right before I'm in this wedding. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of the times when we put ourselves in these situations, well, it is the devil getting into our brains and guiding us to think those yeah. thoughts, but it's because we're thinking about things in the future that we can't control and we're trying to control them. And yeah. that kind of puts us in a miserable place. So I think just having faith in God each day and just waking up and taking it one day at a time and saying, okay, how can I serve him today? How can I live for him today? And, you know, what do I need to do on my end to get the goals that I want? Yeah. So if you, you know, want a new job, you need to pray about that and give that to God. Like if you want a boyfriend, then you also need to pray about that and then be going on dates with, you know, Christian men who have the qualities that you're looking for. Right. Yes. Um, so I guess that's about, thank you for coming to my Ted talk on this. Yeah. (laughs) That was a long answer. Yeah. Um, so for me, I kind of, I definitely agree with what Stephanie said. Like if you become fixated on, Oh, I'm in this horrible place and I have been there. Um, I would probably say 2020 in itself was a horrible place Mm -hmm. for me. (laughs) Um, there was just a lot of traumatic things that happened to me, but once 2021 came and once this new chapter unfolded, um, it could have been a lot easier for me to, and this did kind of happen a little bit where a lot of people were like, 2021 is just an extension of how awful 2020 was. And I could have agreed with them, but I decided that I wanted to make a change. And I was like, okay, I'm going to focus on the good things that I have in my life, Mm -hmm. like Stephanie said, I have a house that I love. I have a job that I love. You know, some days it is hard and I vent about my job sometimes, but if I just stay negative about my job, then that's all that's going to consume my mind. And then I'm just going to convince myself that it's a horrible thing. So 
you know, just trying to stay positive and, um, prayer is a huge one for me. Like I've said it multiple times on all the podcasts, praying consistently, even when I don't feel like it, even when it feels like I'm not, I'm talking to air. I mean, here lately, I started off 2021 really strong in my prayer game. And I would probably admit like over the past week or two, I've been kind of like, all right, God, I don't feel like you're listening. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like I'm talking out loud, but prayer works. I've witnessed it. I love it. Um, Jesus has answered so many of my prayers and I, once I surrendered, you know, my type A, I want to control my life. Um, like Stephanie said, what I had envisioned in my mind, in my mind, I had envisioned that I was going to have a child by now and I was going to be married. And once I just finally let that go, I was like, okay, you know, clearly God has something so wonderful planned that I can't even comprehend. So I'm just going to live day by day, like Stephanie said, and just embrace all that every day has for me, even the bad times, because I just know it's going to bring me one step closer to a not miserable place one day. So yeah, I remember one time my friend sent me this quote and it was like, um, even it was something like even the flowers bloom or they like they bloom not all the time or something like even the flowers, you know, have some downtime or something. Mm -hmm. And then during the sunshine, like they, they bloom beautifully or something. Um, I'm butchering that quote right now. We're going to find it and put it on our Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) But like, it really stuck with me because it was like, not all flowers bloom all the time during Mm -hmm. the year. And I really feel like that is so true. Like I'm not going to bloom all the time. Like I'm going to have my days where I am miserable and I am questioning like, why am I alone? Or like, why is this job bothering me so badly? Why is this person getting on my nerves so badly? Like that's totally normal, but just moving on day by day, you know, making sure you get enough sleep Mm because lack of sleep makes you cranky too. (laughs) Um, and just, you know, praying, that's really the biggest thing for me. Yeah. And I think something you said about mindset too, it's just so important that your mindset is just everything that you can be in a situation that's really not that bad. It's just not the situation you wanted and it can really get you down. Mm -hmm. And when you stay in that place too long, it's easy for it to turn into misery for sure. And then also, as I say, misery loves company. So if you're not hanging out with people who are speaking life into you and uplifting you, you know, if you have a bunch of girlfriends who, you know, love to start drama and things like that, then anytime you talk about it, they could be fueling that fire yeah. as well instead of reminding you of all the good things in your life. Sure. Yeah. That is so true. And I, I really try to surround myself with people who speak life into mm-hmm. me, and I feel like Stephanie does as well. Um, so, yeah, that's – I feel like we answered that pretty good. Yeah. Right? Um, another uh, question that kind of piggybacks off of that one is mm-hmm. – how do you trust God's plan when you're sad? Um, I love this question because I have always had this plan in my head. Mm-hmm. Like like I mentioned earlier, I was going to have kids and or I wanted to have at least one kid by 29 and, you know, have a house. And it's kind of funny because it's like, I love my life now. Mm-hmm. Like I feel I'm divorced and I don't have a boyfriend or anything like that. I don't have kids. But it's almost like because I let go and I just decided that I wanted God to lead the way, 
it's really, it, I really feel like things are falling into place mm-hmm. for me. And is, was there a time when I was super sad? Oh, absolutely. Like 2020, I'm trying to think of like my most sad moment. It was probably last summer when I had just moved to a town that I didn't know anyone and I had a new job and it was, I'm a pretty independent person. I'm not a homebody. So like moving away like that didn't bother me. It didn't shake me up. But I remember just being so upset because I was like, I can't believe this has happened to me. Like I had that mentality where I was like a victim almost like the world is out to get me. Like, I, you know, I didn't do anything, you know, but once I just kind of got to the grind, went to work, showed up, made friends, put myself out there by joining a small group. It's almost like, I don't know, like God's plan is slowly starting to reveal itself to me in the way that I'm comfortable in my home. I have a good job. Um, literally the only thing that I don't have is like a boyfriend, but like, I am totally fine with Mm -hmm. that. Like I actually love being single right now. It's been so much fun. Like just learning, you know, doing me, like Mm -hmm. I went to Colorado last weekend and you know, with one of my girlfriends and we just had the best time. Like I was like, I didn't have to worry about another person except for me. And like that just, I don't know. I just feel like I trusted God's plan when I finally let go of my expectations. And even though I was sad, I just, you just have to know that he cares for you and that he has a really big future ahead of you. Even if you're in like the worst unthinkable circumstance right now. Um, it's not going to last forever. And Stephanie and I's favorite verse, which I'm actually going to get tattooed eventually yes. is Jeremiah 29 11. And I'm just going to read it straight for word for word, but it basically says, for I know the plans I have for you plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future. And that has been super encouraging for me because recently, maybe over the past six months, there have been some situations that I've been really hurt and really upset about things. And I did have moments where I was like, I can't believe that God would like, let me go through something so heartbreaking and so earth shattering. But now because I prayed, because I've been grinding, like we talked Mm -hmm. about earlier, I'm good now. Like, I feel like I was sad, but you know, Praying works, journaling, I journal all the time, working out is good for your mind, I work out frequently. Endorphins make you happy. Yeah, (laughs) yes, they don't make you, what's the kill people? Happy people don't shoot their husbands, they (laughs) just don't. (laughs) Legally blonde, yeah. Anyways, that's my take on that question. Um, Yeah, I think that's really good insight, Um, and it, it is so true that you just, you have to trust the plan even when you're sad and it's so hard and God never says that he's not going to give us struggles. Right. And I think a lot of people have that misconception that, okay, if I'm faithful to God and I, you know, go to church and I pray and I tithe and I do all these things, then I'm just going to be smooth sailing for me. And that's not what he says. He says, I'm going to help you out of these troubles. Yeah. Um, Cause I know whenever I first moved here, which was um, about three years ago, um, I saw my Facebook timeline, which is so crazy. And I've been in this house almost three years. I had never lived on my own before. Mm-hmm. I had never lived on my own, had never been completely self-sufficient. 
and I was moving to a place where I knew a few people. I worked here, but I worked in a brokerage firm, which was, you know, mostly middle-aged men and, you know, older women. It wasn't people that I was going to hang out with on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really know anyone. Right. And there was a girl that I used to work with. She didn't work there anymore. She and I are still good friends. And I started hanging out with her. I was literally one of the few people I knew in town. And I just remember, like, some of my first... I'm. The summer was pretty good, and I tried to fill it up with activities. And in the summer, it's easier to do. But I remember late summer, early fall, just crying on the weekends because I had nothing to do. And as an extrovert like me, I wanted things to do. And I had joined the cycling gym, and so I would go to the workout classes. But it in that environment, it's really hard to make friends because you just go in, get on your bike and then the lights are off so I didn't there wasn't a lot of time for chit chat and a lot of those people knew each other from the neighborhood or from the elementary school and the carpool line and all that stuff so and I felt like an outsider because I had just moved here I didn't make a lot of money like it was a lot for me just to afford to belong to that gym mm-hmm. I didn't live in that neighborhood I wasn't married I didn't have kids we weren't doing the same things um it's so the only thing we really had in common is we both went to that spin class at 9 a.m. on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And it was really lonely. And there were some weekends where I didn't really do a whole lot. That was before I got back involved with church. And I remember going into work one Monday morning and talking to a guy I worked with. He and I are still good friends, but especially when we work together. And just told him, like, I was just so depressed because... I didn't have any plans. You know, I guess in my mind when I moved here, I thought, oh, I'm going to get a boyfriend. I'm going to have this, you know, great group of friends. We're going to do travel. We're going to be all over Instagram, going to Nashville, to Atlanta, all these things. And that did not happen. Mm-hmm. Not that I had money to go do all that stuff anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. But he was like, you need to enjoy this time now because it's not going to last forever. So true. He's like, one day you'll have so much to do mm-hmm. that you can't keep up. Yeah, which that is so true. Which I mean is now, as as Donnie knows, like yeah. we are gone all the time now. Yeah, um, my calendar is because I date someone who's exactly like me and doesn't say no to invitations, so our calendar is booked. booked. <laughs> yeah, but at, even when I still worked there, I remember complaining to him probably six seven months later. And was just like, I am so tired of people having birthdays. It seems like every other day there's a birthday party. Yeah. And they would, you know, they want to go do this on a Tuesday night, this on a Thursday night. I'm like, I love celebrating people's birthdays, but this is just getting out of hand. And he's like, yeah. do you remember earlier whenever you were crying because you didn't have anything to do? Yeah. And now look at you're gone almost every night of the week. Yeah. That's so true, though. I love that. Yeah. Because I wouldn't. Again, I don't dislike people having birthdays. Please invite me to your birthday because we'll go. We don't yeah. say no. Um, I know you came to my birthday this year. Now I'm like, oh, crap. No. No, we don't say no. And I do love it. I think it was just like, and that job was extremely stressful too. And after work, I just really wanted to retreat and yeah. all of that. But... It's hard when you're sad, and I think the two do go hand in hand, um, and it just is like what you make it, and um, this is going back a little bit to the last question, but not, I guess, because they do really tie together well. Mm -hmm. When you're talking about how people say 2020 was, you know, the worst year of your life, 
And so many people have that consensus and it's almost taboo to say like, oh, 2020 wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this before. I don't think I've ever talked about it here, but I mean, 2020 wasn't great because I do like, you know, going about and doing things. Right. But I lost my dad in May and he passed due to cancer. So we would have lost him regardless if there was a pandemic or not. Mm-hmm. It was not COVID related at all. But one thing COVID did allow me to do was work from home. So in March, about this time last year, we went full telework, mm-hmm. which allowed me to go from about an hour, 15 minutes from where I live now and stay with my family and help my mom take care of my dad because we took care of him ourselves. And I wouldn't have been able to do that mm-hmm. otherwise. And my, I work for a good company and they would have allowed me some time to go and do that. But I mean, right before he died, I just, I stayed down there probably a week and a half and never really came back here. Yeah. Just because I was working and it was, I could do everything there. No one was going into the office and things like that. I am just so grateful for 2020 because I wouldn't have got to do that otherwise. I love that too, because even though I have said before that 2020 was like a really bad year for me. Ultimately, it was like the year of like discovery for mm-hmm. me because I was in a, I was miserable in my, I hate to say this, but like I was miserable in my marriage before yeah. and I had just felt so stale for so long. And then, you know, I literally got a divorce at the beginning of the pandemic and moved in the middle of the pandemic when it was like fresh, like mm-hmm. April. So we had only been a few weeks in lockdown. I remember I was living in Texas and I wasn't even sure that I was going to be able to cross state lines, mm-hmm. but my family was concerned about me and they really wanted me to come home ASAP. So I was going to, I was planning on moving my U-Haul truck or my dad's truck, even if they weren't going to let me cross the border, I was like, I don't care. I'm coming to Alabama. But yeah, like there were so many things that happened last year. But right now I can say like, I'm my truest self. Mm-hmm. Like me in February slash March of last year is not the same person. Like totally different. Mm-hmm. I'm so involved in church again. I mean, I went to church in Texas But it wasn't the same. Um, You know, I really wanted my husband to go with me, or ex-husband. He never really wanted to. And that really wore me down for, like, a really long time. And I was just like, I just feel so alone in this journey. Like, you know, I wanted to be, like, have a Christ-centered relationship. And it just, like, was not happening. And so there's that's another story. But the bottom line is, like, I got back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like he wanted me in this place right here. And so I agree, like 2020 was actually like the best year ever because of that. I mean, it was, it sucked like having to move and do all the stuff and you know, Mm -hmm. the story that I've said a hundred times, but like at the end of the day, it was such a good thing. So it's like, I was sad all of 2020 and I was miserable, but it was all part of the plan. And like, it led me to this beautiful place right now where I literally can went to Colorado for a few days. I'm going somewhere else in a few weeks. Just, it's like, I can literally just enjoy me. My friend, one of my best friends always jokes around with me. She's like, you're having your eat, pray, love moment. Mm -hmm. 
And I watched that movie and it was actually pretty scary how consistent <laughs> it was with my life. And I was like, oh my, like I literally looked up going to Europe the other day. I was like, I should go to Europe now that I'm like, you know, and I'm like, I wouldn't have had any of these opportunities yeah. last year. So just look to the future. You guys, like if you're stuck in a miserable place, you're not going to be there forever. Like you, maybe you have, maybe you're going through this for a reason, you know? Yeah. And it's all about finding the silver lining. Cause I do think back to that girl three years ago who was moving by herself and I had to really learn to be by myself. And I think that's why God put me in that situation. Cause he's like, you're not going to depend on somebody again. Yes. Oh my God. Amen. Yes. I feel like God did the same thing for me because I was so, I'm the kind of girl in the relationship. I will serve my partner a hundred and thousand percent. Like, and I think you're the exact mm-hmm. same way. Like I feel like I was always like, where do you want to go eat? What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Are the bills paid? What do you want? Like, is this something like, and I was like, I lost myself in that situation yeah. for so long. Like I was like, who am I? And what do I want? Like, and you're right. Like you have to have that time to like, where God is like, no, like it's about you now. And I want to form you in my perfect image and, you know, fulfill the desires of your heart. Yeah. And he had, he, he apparently needed, you know, two and a half years for me. Um, so <laughs> he needed a minute, but yeah, like he, you know, he did give me a new job. And so he kind of gave me things slowly and I think we've talked about this before. Anytime I would feel bad about one thing, I would try to remind myself to stop and say, like, okay, think about these other things I do prayed for. At one point, you just wanted your own house, and you've got that. So mm-hmm. stop crying. Like, Yeah, sure. But I look back on it now and say, yeah, he. there was a reason that he didn't just give me everything I wanted. When, For one, I did not, not that I deserve it now, but I definitely didn't deserve it then mm-hmm. because I was, I've always been a Christian and always had faith. But I did not have a relationship like I do now. Yeah. So we had some work to do. We had to kind of, we had to get back on the same page. We were, I guess, on a break. Um, so he did want me to become self-sufficient and independent and not rely on anyone. Person. Yeah. And now he did a good job because that's where I'm at now. Now I'm in a great place. Yeah. I, it's... It's a good place to be in, but it was very scary at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Um, We got some other questions from some girls in our small group. One of them says, how do you keep the faith when the people around you do not believe in God? Oh, that's 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 a tough one. really hard. I feel like that is always happening to me. And... Uh, this is my mantra for that. Um, I, uh, I'm really passionate about this, so I'm going to try not to get emotional. I am like a very spiritual Christian. Like I feel like while I try to abide by the rules of the Bible, obviously, and like, you know, living a godly life, I'm not going to not love someone because of their gender, because of their race, Mm -hmm. because of their sexuality. Like I love all people. If you are a good friend to me, I'm going to love you no matter what you are or who you are. Um, so I encounter this all the time. I actually encountered this today where someone, um, was saying that they didn't appreciate how a lot of the facilities 
in the government are have like God or religious focus, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Bible Belt, everything here, everybody goes to church on Sunday, and that bothered this person. And that actually did upset me because I was like, well, what about me? Like, I'm not like, I don't shove religion in people's faces. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to live like a loving life to others and show Christ's love mm-hmm. through that way. Um, so the way that I handle that, I just try, like I said, to just show love the best way that I can. Um, and I truly don't judge those people. Um, honestly, if I'm being honest, (laughs) I judge people who are mean and who are ugly and rude. Like people who openly lie to my face, like we've talked about before. Those people, I do judge them (laughs) and I'm learning to love them, but that is my gut instinct is to just immediately hate them. But I know that that's not what God wants. And in the Bible, there's so many stories of him and Jesus, um, like loving, you know, or being kind to like prostitutes and stuff Mm -hmm. when they were being stoned. And I just feel like that is how we should be as Christians is loving everybody. And I hate when people, um, discriminate or, you know, judge someone because they're gay or something like that. Like, that's just not how God wants. And you know, that's his job to like convict them. Yes. It's not our job. Like yeah. our job is to love them and let them know. Cause you never know, like they could, their parents could hate them for who they are. And like, you may be the only person that's like extending a hand. And so I deal with that issue by just being myself and I don't shove religion in their face. I just hope that like my good comes out and shows God through my actions, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. And that's been my saying for a long time. It's not our job to punish people. Yeah. God's really the only one with the authority to do that because, and I actually saw this really great, I don't want to say it's a GIF on Instagram and it had like a bar graph chart. It had all these different sins and it had, you know, some bar graphs higher than others and it said how the world views sin. And then it showed an aerial view from above and they're all just little squares. Then it said how God views sin. Yes. That is so good. My it was, I saved it. I'll find it. I'll <laughs> put it on is, our Instagram page because yes. it was good. Um, yes. And that is so true. And so I'm not in the position to judge anyone because I am human and I have sinned. Mm-hmm. It just may look different than someone else's, but the Bible does say to love God and love people. And those are the two greatest commandments. Yes. And God, amen. (laughs) And that's what, and that's what we're supposed to do as people regardless. But I think Christians get a bad reputation of being judgmental because they dissect certain things out of the Bible that they can follow and say, okay, if you do these things, you know, don't take the Lord's name in vain, you know, don't, drink, don't do, you know, have premarital sex. And they say, well, I did these things. So that means I'm better than you are. And it's like, well, no, sin is sin. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't look at it any differently. And it's good to try to follow the Bible, you know, the laws he laid out as best you can. And if you have a true relationship with God, you're going to want to do that and live out the best you can. And I think that's why Christians get a bad reputation because if you mess up, then they make you feel bad for it. Mm-hmm. But when I, I, in my opinion, and I'm no biblical scholar whatsoever, <laughs> um, is if you are truly filled with the Spirit and are truly a servant of God, then you want to be just that, a servant, and you want to serve others. And you want to have that light shine to others. And you don't have to 
throw religion in their face because they just see something different in you. And they say, I want that joy that they have. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of Christians don't have that joy. Yeah. And that's what's missing. Yeah. I love that. I love this question. I love Um, this question too. I have have a really close friend of mine. Um, She's like a little sister to me, but she does not believe in anything. She's not a Christian. And honestly, like I want to just like hug her so bad and be like, see what I see, like feel what Mm -hmm. I feel because like I love, I feel like God has like changed my life and has done so many good things for me. But she's just not about it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, that's fine. And she knows I go to church and I'm not going to push her, but I do pray for her. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, God, please show yourself to her because she needs you. And I really feel like one day it will happen. Maybe not, but you know, that's what you got to do is you got to pray for those people because she's hurting and I want her to feel what I feel and, you know, have, I mean, I'm not saying I'm happy 24 seven because that's not the case, but like that's, he is my joy and my, my guidance and my hope. So like, I want that for her too. So instead of annoying her and talking about it, I just pray for her and she knows, she knows where I stand. Mm -hmm. I don't need to you know, beat her over the head with a Bible or anything. And that's really all you can do is just because at the end of the day, even someone who doesn't believe in anything, God still loves them too. And that's what he expects from us. So all you can do is really pray for that person and then just pray that his love will show through you. Easter bunnies on the table at Radlin. (laughs) Um, Pray that his love will show through you to her. Yeah. And that that's something that eventually one day she'll say, okay, I want to change. And I think there is a common misconception that, you know, just because someone is different from you, you know, some Christians think, well, God doesn't love them like he loves me. No, he loves everybody. Yeah, he does. Even though some people don't want to believe that, that is so true. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much it. The other questions kind of went along with the first question that we asked. Um, Just basically keeping the faith during bad times. Yeah. Um, which is, it is very hard to do. And I know whenever you're on, I, we talk about hills and valleys when you're up on a hill, um, where I think Toddy and I both are right now, we've had some tough times. Um, it is easier to look back and say, Oh yeah, I, you know, this happened to me and it turned out great. Um, but when you're in it, it's a lot harder. So if you are in a valley, just not it, you will get out of it. Eventually you Mm -hmm. never stay there. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was in a valley for several years and I kept thinking, well, my goodness, is this my life now? <laughs> yeah. So we just hanging out here? Yeah. Should I build a log cabin? Yeah. Like what's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. So you will get out of it. You will. And God, it, it is all in God's timing. And, and in your attitude. Yes. Because I, I, t- I had this moment today. I was like in such a great mood. And then all of a sudden at three o'clock, I was just like, I don't even remember what happened, but I like turned grumpy and I was like, no, like we're not going to ruin our good day because Mm -hmm. I decided to have a grumpy thought. Like, yeah. So it really, I mean, it's hard. We, and it's okay if you have a bad day, but you don't need to stay there. You you can, you can leave. (laughs) Yeah. But it is okay to have a bad day. I mean, I had a bad day yesterday because I was just tired and grumpy and yeah, you know, some prayer and a. Craig Groeschel, inspirational message and a good night's sleep yeah. will do wonders. Yeah. Well, yay. This was a good episode. This was I'm a good glad one. That we, do we have any more? Let me double check. We're getting we're messages getting, coming yeah, through right now. We're, we're getting so. them live. This is very thrilling for us. I know. We're very excited. 
Um, someone said, I know every day I go to work with most of my coworkers, not even with a belief in God or faith for that matter. So mentioning God in a lot of my, my sentences might be uncomfortable to them or it seems, but I still keep the faith and spread his name. I don't think that's uncomfortable. I do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. I, my boss knows that I go to Bible study, um, and it's not a weird thing. I don't push it. I just mention that that is something that I am very devoted to, and Sundays are like off limits for me. I mean, I, I work sometimes on Sunday mornings. I have to go to the hospital, but like I will just go to church after. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think there's anything wrong with mentioning it. I think people get uncomfortable when you push it, but... You know, yeah, I think mention it like you would anything else. Like, oh, we went to Taco Mama Friday night and it was delicious. Just, you know, oh, yeah, we've got church in the morning, or oh, we did church last night and, you know, didn't get home till late. So we went to Sonic after. Like, yeah, I'm just talking about like what we normally do after First Wednesday. Um, So I think just mentioning it in a casual way, like you would anything else, is not. It's not bad. And if people get uncomfortable with that, then that's their problem. It's not your problem. Absolutely, for sure. Yeah, and I do that. I'm so passionate about like what God has done in my life that I feel like I mention it to a lot of people and no one ever seems to be upset about it. Like mm-hmm. you know, I had the one the person I was talking about earlier who's like a little sister to me who like hates Christians. Um I'll just tell her straight up like, "Oh my gosh, like I've been praying like crazy girl and like my life is just changing. Like I feel it in a good way." And, but she knows my heart. So like, it doesn't, she doesn't mm-hmm. like m- turn away from me. She just knows that's how I am. So, I mean, I think it's fine. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, am I being annoying? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, cause other people talk about things that they're passionate about and believe in. And mm-hmm. that's, that's just what they enjoy. Yeah. And what they want to talk about. See, I don't think, I think as long as you're not being pushy, pushy and, you know, because it, it, I mean, they, they may come around eventually. And this is another little thing. I don't just quote shows and movies, but I, my boyfriend, I always tell him, you know, build of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. So if you just keep being a Christ-like person, keep having that joy, keep spreading his love, keep being that light Eventually, somebody will come around because they'll mm-hmm. see it and they'll say, I want what that person has. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah. This was so fun. This I love fun. this episode. I say that about like every episode. We do. I'm we like, love every episode. I love this episode. I love this episode. But yeah, if you guys have any more faith questions, um, comment them on our Instagram and we'll answer. I don't know what the next topic is going to be. We've got a couple, I think, that we need to follow up on. Yeah. there's So, basically, when we first started the podcast, we got a ton of questions. And there's a few that don't really go into a category. Mm-hmm. So, maybe we should just do, like, a random yeah. episode and just do all the – spill all the other questions yeah. that we got that don't belong in a place. Yeah. Just a goulash bowl of questions. Yeah. <laughs> just to clean out our fridge question. Yeah. Good one. Day. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, we did love this one. And we will be posting – um, a couple of things on our Instagram page. I do want to post that little bar graph. Yes, please. Cause I need to share it. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed that. And I know I saved it cause I was like, well, that's, that's wonderful. That's good. Follow us. Our Instagram is a thirties heart podcast. 
and um, leave us a review and a rate if you want to. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, like us. Yeah. Say kind things. <laughs> leave us questions that we can answer, okay? Yes, please do. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.